Legends of Christmas. And here are two people on my naughty list, Neil and Chris. Hello and welcome to Urbane Legends, the 12 Legends of Christmas, where we, the miniseries, where we explore different Christmas legends from around the world, but to be honest, it's Europe. And ho, ho, mainly, ho. I'm Chris Flynn, and that jolly fellow is Mr. Neil Herbert. Hi, Neil. Uh, how, how are we getting on? Well, you know, know how we're getting on. Well, I know that you've made a sock puppet that you now speak to rather than speaking to me. Well, no, I'm I'm using it as a mediator, right? We've already we've established the ground rules. You didn't say that out loud, but you might have established them in your own mind. Well, Mister Twinkle said that, didn't he? Quite <laughs> Mr. clearly, Mister Twinkle, is that is that yeah. the mediator? We know what we know what Mister Twinkle's the mediator is, don't we? Do we? Are we? I don't know, Mister Twinkle. So apparently, we have to have this conversation again, <laughs> Mister Twinkle. Right, and what's Mister Twinkle's here to mediate? Our relationship or living conditions or... Just str- how we struggle through the, uh, you know, the, the sense of claustrophobia and enragement that we, you know... Well, I mean, I've, I mean, it, it's got a little bit better, I thought, because I've moved into the secret Mr. Men assassination feral, room. Feral cats in a, uh, in a sack together. Yeah, you cage, cage two alphas together. <laughs> they're going to cage two stags together. They're going to butt heads, Neil. Is that what you're trying to say? I mean, if that's how you like to interpret it, I'll let, I'll let you use your own You can't just do beaters together, then they're going to try and push each other into a leadership position, which you're not comfortable with. Yeah. <laughs> no, you make a decision. They're going to back into the... There's only so much of a corner they can back into. Um, <clears throat> so, Mr Twinkles and you, um, how, how did you meet? <laughs> I feel like you're not taking this mediation <laughs> process seriously. Well, he, he I feel does, like you're breaking the ground rules on air as well, which I'm not comfortable with. I don't, I don't feel he like does look quite funny. Bounce. He does look quite funny. Yeah. You try and be creative with a soccer and a little eyes. That you've made out of old dust and semen. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, maybe, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why I don't want too much to do with Mr. Twinkles, eh? The fact that he can stand up, in fact, he's a sock and he can stand up on his own and walk about. <laughs> uh, Mr. Twinkles, when will you learn? Um, let's move on from this. Let's move on from it, yeah. You took it to, to an unnecessary place. Well, I think. Gonna... <laughs> maybe maybe uh, you and Mr. Twinkles need to have a little chat about what's appropriate to be podcasting or not. <laughs> maybe you will. Yeah, maybe you should. Maybe he's he's whispering in my ear. Kill me. (laughs) 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 Oh, Mr. Twinkles, no, I mustn't. This is about exploring sort of like awful creatures of the night around Christmas time, isn't it? It's about about you exploring Mr. Twinkles' sexuality. Yeah, darker regions of my psyche. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Well, nine days in, you know, it was bound to. It was bound to, you know. It was, it was a little bit, a little te- bit worse. It was tediously inevitable that you'd, <laughs> you'd create and the madness and create a <laughs> sort of character out of my own clothes and bodily fluids. Yes, well, we all saw it happen before it'll happen again. It's a tailor's old. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Anyway, anyway, 
So what are you and Mr. Twinkles talking about today? Well, we're talking about the Bafana. Mm. Bafana. Yeah. Like the Bafana Bafana, which is the nickname of the South African football team. Nope. Nope, not, like not a that. Piece of, nope, a piece of Italian folklore. Oh. The Bafana is an old woman who delivers gifts to children throughout Italy on Epiphany Eve, the night of January the 5th. If we thought about this, we probably would have lined it up with Epiphany, but never mind. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, get, what you, get what you pay for, listener. Yeah, which is nothing. So in a similar way to Santa Claus or the three Magi, Magi Kings. Okay. Or the three wise men, as they're often known in this corner of the woods. Yeah. It's the they... neck of this day. Yeah, the gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Indeed. I've got frankincense. Traditionally, the gifts that they uh, doled out. Yeah, I've got... That's not really what you want to take to a baby, I'll be honest with you. Maybe some wet wipes and some talcum powder would have been a bit more appropriate, but... Yeah, I could have got him, like, one of those... um... I mean, gold, good for his future, I suppose. Yeah, gold's fine, yeah, stick it into his college fund. You know, when he goes to university, he'll be glad of that. Yeah. Yeah, I believe in the golden rule, the man with the gold rules. That's uh, yeah. what Mr. T said. Um, I've got I've got frankincense incense sticks, which I sometimes use. That's very... Uh, yeah, I believe myrrh is quite used in perfumes and things. Yeah. Traditional scent, yeah. yeah. It's, it's okay, frankincense. Nice, isn't it? I mean, yeah. th- I think incense and stuff was more valuable yeah. in the past because, you know, didn't have sewing, sewage and stuff. No, it was, it was uh, yeah, it was probably rarer to get out of these things. I mean, basically, like, I could have said that with a can of um, Lynx Africa and, like, 50 quid, wouldn't it? Yeah, Lynx well, Africa. A lot, and a lottery ticket. <laughs> <laughs> That's glamorous when you think of it like that. But... Yeah, just stuff you got in a petrol station. Yeah. Got you some, got you some windscreen wiper fluid, uh, a lion bar, and... Uh, You'll a, like that when he's teething. And a, and a pine, pine-scented car air freshener. Well, make his, you know, cot smell nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, lovely. Mmm, pine. Mm-mm-mm. All, all, mm. all little children like this. The smell of pine. Fresh smell of chemical pine type. Scent. Yeah, they do. Put it under their pillow. Pop yeah. it under their tongue if they're teething. Polyethylene glycol 38 mixed with additive 335. Mixed with paraffin. Yeah. <laughs> paraffin smells nice. That's good. I used to like that smell when I was a kid. Did you? paraffin. Yeah. We used to, because I used to live in a very kind of old 1970, well, like a house that hadn't been updated since it was built in like the 30s. It didn't have central heating or anything. They had one electric fire, which was one of those. No, the electric one was a 70s style one, which which had like the the bars, bar fire, but it had like like the plastic molded logs at the front to Mm, try and very realistic, try to recreate the. The country life, I guess. Yeah. Almost <laughs> like I'm sitting in front of a roaring love fire. <laughs> um, but we had like a couple of, the, we had, well, we had a, a coal fire in the kitchen. Right. It was proper old school. <laughs> so, and, um, we had like a couple of the paraffin heaters, which would move around the house depending what room people were in. So you used to go up the hardware store and get paraffin for the heaters. It smelled really nice, paraffin. Mm. Then one day you met Mr. Scrooge and he made you put the piss in the brushes. Well, I think that's probably I think that's probably where um I got my love for huffing tractor fuel, to be honest. Yeah. Can't do that anymore, can you? No. PC Brigade. Thanks to you. Oh no, wait, we got out of that, didn't we? Mm-hmm. 
thanks to red tape that Jerry Corbyn bought in. <laughs> who we blame him these days for our own yeah. competency. It's hardly any solvent abuse these days. Back in the eighties, it was everywhere. Yeah, kids don't know they're born. What do they want now? Don't know fentanyl. Do you know a kid at school called Barry? I think he was in class below me, but um, yeah, it was heavily rumoured that he used to um, indulge in a bit of solvent abuse. Well, you could just put well, it on your... found wandering his own street, not knowing how to get home. You could, um, people used to like, because like pretty much everything, like all glue and stuff was like abusable yeah, get, back get in the day. Get a super glue, shove it in some packet of crisps and go and have a nice little half. Or you, could go, just, you can just put it on your like jumper sleeve and half that. I assume yeah. though you want to get the, um, the solvents. Yeah, I know, really but in, nice. a, in a, yeah, but in a pinch. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> If you want some, or, if you want some during your lesson, oh yeah, that's true. Or if you uh, if you learn from Beverly Hills Cop, you can put it into a tank and make fingerprints happen. Mm. glue with the solvents. Yeah, you can break, break it. the oils on the fingers. That's the kind of thing a streetwise Chicago <laughs> cop knows, Chris. Well, Neil, unlike, I think unlike these fusty Beverly Hills types, oh, they do it when they've got their overpriced fingerprint yeah. equipment. Or oh, what happens when you run out of dust? Don't know what to do, do you? <laughs> Yeah, well, it's much more expensive super Well, that's how you you can you can break um, a laser alarm system by using chewing gum, can't you? Because yeah. the the foil packet will reflect it, so it doesn't feel like the laser's broken. How do I know that, Neil? Because it wasn't oh, always a cup. Yeah, that's as he says in Beverly Hills Cop when he does it. Oh, nice. Yeah, there we go. But Beverly Hills Cop stuff. There is it a Christmas movie? <laughs> I've had that argument enough times. I can't remember whether that one oh, is or not. No, of course it's. I was saying, I was, I was merely joking about the diehards. Oh right, it's another. Well, Trading Places is a Christmas movie, isn't it? So that's another fun yep. Eddie Murphy one from around the same period. Mm-hmm. Has some, uh, you know, Oops. has a few problematic jokes in it these days, but it still holds up fairly well, I would say. Well, yeah, you know, different it, times. Depends on your tolerance for these kind of things, I guess. But... <laughs> Different times now. Different times, etc. Right, better forget myself to more trouble, better get onto the before, don't we? Yeah. So, popular belief is her name derived from the Feast of Epiphany, mm. which in Italian, and I'm not going to make any sense of this, the Festa dell'Epiphania. The Festival of the Epiphany. Yeah. <laughs> even, even even I can translate that. Festa dell'Epifana. Something like that. I was just saying I wouldn't be able to... Um, do the Italian. Do the Italian justice. Um... Yeah, anyway, um, in popular folklore, the Bafana visits all of the children of Italy on the eve of the Feast of the Epiphany to fill their socks with candy and presents if they're good. If they're good. Always remember. Or a lump of coal or dark candy if they're bad. Dark candy. Mm, well, there you go. She's not beating them, which is Yet. a bit different. Yeah, well, that's true. It's what she also used to like to skin the children. <laughs> <laughs> She skinned it. She used to, yeah. she'd rub cheese grates on their genitals. If they told lies, she would slice their tongues. Um, no, none of that is the case. Well, they're always coal. But coal was, was a useful commodity, wasn't it? I was going to say, yeah, Squeeze would have been like, well, thank you very much. I would rather have the coal than a sweet. Yes, a sweet because this can be used to heat the house. <laughs> this can be used for my hearth. Yeah, whereas those are empty calories. He's <laughs> <laughs> a man ahead of his time in many ways, wasn't he? Very, yeah, very, very get up and, it's very much get up and grind. Yeah, yeah, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> what? You got to get on your grind, no? <laughs> Fuck off! Fuck off! 
We can talk about... What are you, what are you grind for the pair of us? So you just say Dean on the grind. How about that? <laughs> I mean, like, the more you... The like, second you, you are. <laughs> you don't get paid more for getting up and grinding. You get paid the same. That's how capitalism works. You should get up and do as least grinding for the most amount possible. That's my attitude. You're obviously one of these, what do they call it? Soy boy cuck. <laughs> yeah, we know we've established that thoroughly over the last okay. few weeks and days and months. No, yes. there was, what's this, this, this new alleged phenomenon where people are basically kind of working to rule or whatever. It worked to rule is what they used to call it back, back in my day. Um, but no, they call it, I can't remember what they're calling it now. It's, oh, I don't know. It's, what, what does it, what's the outline? it's people who are putting in no more effort than they have to, but they're calling it something like low key quitting or something like that. Oh, right. It's, I yeah. can't. No, I don't do that. I do the I do the work which is expected of me on time and to a good quality. That's fine. Like I'm not getting up and grinding. I'm just doing my job. I produce what's asked of me, and there we go. Like I'm not going to then take on loads of extra for no extra money. Do you know what I mean? Why would you do that? It's crazy. Because that's, that's the kind of hustle that gets you the extra money, Chris. Yeah, but I'm not trying to get promoted. The I'm, habit and I'm, the perfect, I'm perfectly comfortable. I don't want a promotion. Yeah, that's your problem. I don't want it. Like the yeah. more resp- like the responsibility to life balance would be all out then. Nah, that's why you'll never be king of the, the hill. Oh, king of the hill. Yeah. What hill? That's what you can imagine. That's a pretty tall then. Imagine a pretty big one. <laughs> Is it bigger than that? King of the Himalayas. Himalayas. That's not a hill, that's a mountain range. Mountain, yeah. Well, so you're claiming that mountains are hills now, are you? Yeah. I thought that... If, you, if, you, if you've got an alpha enough perspective, Chris, <laughs> the Himalayas are basically just like flat Plenty lines. hills, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could I bestride them like a colossus. Like, <laughs> like, the, like the flats of Idaho to me. Oh, wow. Do you know what? Like you're you're really turning me around on this on this yeah. grind theorem. That yeah. you I see your elbow already going towards the grindstone. Yeah, my nose is going towards the grindstone. Well, your nose also, yeah. My my elbow's going towards the grease. Yeah. My back's going towards the wheel. This is good to know. My foot's going towards the screwdriver. My ass is going towards the swing. These are all true things, aren't they? Yeah, I imagine so. I'll let you have your, yeah, let you have your head and see what came of it. Yeah, just say some not stuff. Not a lot, as it turns out. No, not fine. a lot. Not a lot, Neil. It's not a lot going on. It's not like I had anything to fill the time with, so. No, it's fine. Just let me go we'll, off. We'll consider that a draw. Right. Um, <laughs> well, I'll consider it a victory. Dark candy if they're bad. In many poorer parts of Italy, and in particular rural Sicily, a stick in a stocking was placed instead of coal. So there you go, you see. You know the the rich rich kids got got some coal. yeah up in up in Milan. It's Sicilian. No wonder they fucking invented the mafia. Oh, fuck this. Yeah, can't even get a lump of coal where I am. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, to they be got fair, a stick, and I bet they were told to beat themselves with it. I don't know how much. I mean, Sicily's quite warm most of the year round, though, isn't it? So I don't know how much coal you'd need. Up the cold at nights, perhaps. Well, yeah. that's well, that's why you get under your blankets. No, they haven't got a blanket. They haven't got, got a blanket. bundle of sticks. <laughs> Stick blanket. Yeah. Terrible. You can call that a blanket. That's where the Venetian blind was developed from. Yeah, that's true. It's true, isn't it? The Venetians <laughs> came in, stole it, saw the it. Was, saw the, saw the, saw the potential. Venetians. 
Sort came of down, came down the canals. Yeah. Going all the way down to Sicily. New to little folk. Oh, oh, what's that? I believe I'll have some of that for myself. Yeah, I'll have that. No reason. Never you mind. <laughs> you wouldn't understand anyway. <laughs> to the ball. To the ball. To the masked ball. I hear the doge is a lovely piece going on this year. I do hope Casanova turns up. <laughs> he is a one. He's a wild man. <laughs> he doesn't mind where he puts it, if you'll catch my drift. As long as it's somewhere. <laughs> as long as it's warm. <laughs> warm and welcoming. This will part of the story. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Okay. Might as well be. Um, so being a good housekeeper, many say she will sweep the floor before she leaves. So that's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Gives the kids what is appropriate to their level of goodness. Mm-hmm. Again, don't know who's doling out the morality here. I don't know who's, you know, who's deciding on what's right and wrong, but there you I go. I don't know. I think we just need to just drop drop wondering about that, really, because yeah. it seems arbitrary. We're never going to get a such a conclusion. It's just not going to be transparent. We're not. You know, We're not. there you go. Um, no matter how much we petition, we will yeah. not get an answer. The facts are never going to come out. So, uh, but you know, at least she cleans up before she leaves. Yeah. For some, the sweeping meant the sweeping away of the problems of the year. Mm. That's good. I mean, possibly overreading into the metaphor. I think she was just having a clean up. And she washed the dishes. And hoovering up discrimination. The <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what, take a bit what you will, I suppose. I'm washing my dishes to wash away the hunger of the poor. To symbolise the empty plates that they have. To symbolise the empty plates. And a bright new tomorrow of a clean plate. A clean plate for humanity, Neil. A clean plate, a clean slate. Well, very much so. To make a... To put on a delicious meal of harmony and peace. Yes. Broccoli, chicken, mash. Any time now. Any time. <laughs> soon as that, soon as that costs no money, political <laughs> will, effort, power, votes, power, any any power. redistribution of power. Oh yeah, then, uh, then yeah, we can we'll write on it, and we'll cover it with the gravy of equality. Yes. Again, as long as that costs none of all of the above. Uh-huh. So the child's family typically leaves a small glass of wine and a plate with a few morsels of food, often regional or local, for the Bethna. Oh, nice and knocky. That'd be all right, wouldn't it? Yeah. I love a bit of knocky. Or maybe some sort of like cured meats. One of them lovely ones there in Italian. Cured meats. Yep. Some nice pesto. Yep. Fresh pesto made with actual leaves. and basil and all sorts Mm. of things. Lovely bit of cheese. Don't know why I'm just describing a recipe for pesto there, but there we go. Some oil as well, I believe, is involved. Seem to put oil in pesto. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, olive oil. Yeah, I've made it fresh before, but the amount of. I can't be asked. So basil, in, so like if you if you go to Italy, you go to a market, they sell like yeah, big, like huge chunks, huge yeah. things of basil for like a euro or whatever. Whereas in England, you can get like tiny bits of basil for about fifteen quid, so it's really not cost effective to make your own pesto. No, it really, really isn't. Well, the thing is, if you grow it, I did. You say you buy from so market. I had one of those yeah. pesto plants, you know, yeah. like you can get in supermarkets. Because yeah, they'll, they'll grow. But you basically you strip the whole plant to make yeah. like enough pesto for like one bowl. It's like it's kind of. Yeah, I'd buy it for like two quid from Sainsbury's. That'd be well, fun. I'd buy it for 50p from Lidl. <laughs> oh, yeah, from Lidl, yeah. Well, I tend to be trying to get one of those. Well, actually, no, I mean, even the Ain brand stuff tastes pretty good, to be fair. 
It's got like three ingredients. It's not. It's really difficult to fuck up pesto. Well, no, it's the quality of the olive oil and the basil. Oh, the there we go. There we go. I'll have, I'll have mine made with Oakley's and motor oil. It's fine. Ooh. Absolutely fine. Put enough cheddar on it. A bit of ketchup. Fine. <laughs> the brown sauce. <laughs> bit, bit HP. Bit, yeah. Dollop, dollop of mayo. Absolutely fine. Just like the Italians like Just it. Start up that pesto. Beautiful. Mm. Oh, you've got this. Watch these sort of some of these YouTube videos that it's all just about basically there's a guy with an Italian wife, she's like, You're doing it wrong. You know, like every, any any American attempt at doing Italian food. Like what's yeah. the point? I mean, fair enough, but Well they call spaghetti noodles, don't they? Well, I mean that's fair what's enough. What's your favourite what's your favourite type of pasta? Um I would probably go with um well, those little lightning shells, it's not macaroni. What's, um. Oh, conchelle. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I like conchelle. You can, you, know, you can mix with some sort of meat or vegetable sauce. Yeah, conchelle is good. What's your least favourite? Mine's fusilli. Yeah, um, do you know, what? I'm actually not a huge fan of spaghetti. Oh, what, proper long spaghetti? Yeah, it's I love it with a bolognese. Mm. I, yeah, I prefer actually, uh, tagliatelle. Yeah, a bit similar, a bit less fatty for me. Yeah, you can with tagliatelle. I kind of tend to have that with a like a fish style dish, but not. I wouldn't have tagliatelle with a bolognese necessarily. Yeah, I've done it. I quite like. Oh, that. there we go. Anyway, back to the story now. Yeah, back to the story. <laughs> is there not much of this one? Um, actually, it's quite. There's a hmm. well, there's a lot of words. I'm not really sure. Okay. Right. Well, let's try. Let's try and power through the legend first. Power. So, yeah. So she's usually portrayed as a hag riding a broomstick, wearing a black shawl and covered in soup. Oh, like a witch. Yes. She enters the children's houses through the chimney. She's often smiling and carries a bag or hamper filled with candies, gifts or both. So She's a good witch. Exactly, yeah. So she's a Christmas witch, basically, I believe they call her. Um, Because I think this goes back pre the whole Christmas and indeed the whole Christianity thing. Um, I think this is probably like a pagan thing, like a witch who go around and visit houses and give people things at sort of Yuletide or whatever. Yeah, it could be. Very much like a certain St. Nicholas, isn't it? Yeah. I haven't seen anything where she's been roaming around with a gang of near-do-wells. Yeah. With, with, a, f- with, a, with a firm. Yeah. Steve Paulson all around. Yeah. Do you reckon there used to be rival gangs of people going around like gift-giving and stuff like that, and St. Nicholas just got them all taken out? Yeah, Probably. Well, makes sense. It's a shame if you were getting presents from the Pathana as well as me on Epiphany. Wouldn't like that. That'd be naughty in my book. Nah, have you met? Nothing I'd do about it. Have you met my friends? But certainly, my Boutards. friends might take exception to this. <laughs> that would be a shame, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, it does. It does seem very much like that's probably what's happened. Yeah. He's run all the other gangs out of town, hasn't he? Well, they've all gone the market. They're all sleeping at the bottom of the Mother Thames. So we'll tell you what is that, and they've got the uh, got the elves doing it all for free. Yeah, I don't know. They think they're doing something charitable. Nah, <laughs> it's got Christmas sign up. <laughs> yeah, that's right, charity. <laughs> you don't want to end up at, down the bottom of Old Mother Thames, do you? <laughs> the elves want to unionise. I tell you what. Oh no way! Pure unions are evil. That's true. <laughs> Stuff enough for workers, right? So, there they. Um, so 
Christian legend had it that Bethana was approached by the biblical Magi, also known as the three wise men, three kings, etc., etc., a few days before the birth of Jesus. They asked for directions to where the Son of God was, as they'd seen this star in the sky, but she didn't know. Oh, no. <laughs> she just put on a shelter for the night, which is nice, um, as she was considered the best housekeeper in the village with the most pleasant home. Mm. So, the Christ- so, so the Christians have basically taken this pagan thing and shoved it into the yeah, nativity. We'll just shove, shove this into, yeah, into all our <laughs> stories. You know, it's a bit like, you know, you see with, with all of these, um, you know, well, let's make another Star Wars movie or another Marvel movie or something like that and just yeah. find a way to shoehorn in something that you've already referred to. Um, the, the nativity universe. Yeah. <laughs> it was very much the franchise of its day, wasn't it? It was very much so, yeah. 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 The first successful uh, collection of stories. People <laughs> <laughs> took far too seriously. You couldn't escape. Um, yeah, anyway, she puts them up. Got a nice gaff. They're like, well, fair enough. Do you want to come and find a baby with us? Nah, I'm all right, thanks. And she said, I'm a bit busy with my housework. <laughs> Even I was, she's clearly fine. Well, no, I don't want to go off on a random trip to find a with baby. Three, with three strange is. men across the desert. The three allegedly wise men. <laughs> both a creepy and weird mission going on here. Right, so you want me? So you want me, a woman, to come with you, three blokes who I've just met, yeah. uh, across the desert to to find what a baby, right? Uh, do you know what? Do you know, I've got. I'd love to, but I've got got um, got to clean the hearth out and stuff. Yeah, uh, these shells don't dust themselves. But then she had to change her heart and tried to search out the astrologers and Jesus. But that night she wasn't able to find them. So to this day, she's searching for the little baby. And she leaves all the good children toys and candy or fruit, while the bad children get coal and dark candy, etc., etc., or onions and garlic. Mm, I don't like the onions, but I'll take some garlic. Yeah. So she's still looking for, I mean, am I, hasn't anyone thought to tell her that it was crucified 2,000 yeah. years ago? Awkward story, this, but it's all right. It turns out all right in the end, because it turns mm. out, yeah. Um, Another Christian legend takes a slightly darker tone as she was an ordinary woman with a child whom she greatly loved. However, her child died mm-hmm. and her resulting grief maddened her. Upon hearing news of Jesus being born, she sat to see him delusional that he was her son. And I asked she was going to try and snap, snatch Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's just all the makings of a like, problematic 80s comedy right now. <laughs> Wacky adventures. <laughs> um, she eventually met Jesus and presented him with gifts to make him happy. The infant Jesus was delighted, and he gave Lipathana a gift in return. She yeah. would be the mother of every child in Italy. <laughs> so he's been bought off there, really. Baby yeah. Jesus, that's a bit normal. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't think he was that corruptible. Cash, cash for peerages, cash, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's a scandal. Yeah, she made, and so he made her. I'm sure there were much better candidates for mother of all little. Any random witch that turns up and gives you than someone who than someone who cane. than someone who's mad and whose actual ultimate goal is to snatch you. Yeah. Just doling out. Mm. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. So, popular tradition tells if Lavafana spots that someone sees her, they will receive a playful thump on the shoulder from her broomstick. Ah! <laughs> Yeah, no, I imagine playful. It's very much an inverted covers there. Are the aspect of the tradition may be designed to keep children in their beds. Oh, fair enough. 
Um, another commonly heard Christian legend of Lepana starts at the time of birth of baby Jesus. In this telling, she spent her days cleaning and sweeping. One day, the Magi came to her door in search of the baby Jesus. Not in How Italy. Was... They were well off track. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what, what they were playing at. I mean, no wonder it took them so long to find him. Um, the problem is that they didn't realise that stars actually process across the sky during the evening. So they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> really they weren't, shit, weren't shit astrologers. <laughs> she turned them away because she was busy cleaning. Then she felt guilty. Again, decided to find Jesus on her own. Followed a bright light in the sky, which she believed pointed the way. Had a bag of baked goods and gifts for Jesus. And a broom to help keep the new mother clean. What, just sweeping Mary in the face and stuff? Keep well, it clean. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Unfortunately, despite her best efforts, never finds him, but she's still searching all these centuries later for the newborn Messiah. And again, comes to every house, leaves gifts, etc., etc. Yeah. But basically, so far, she's she's very much like Santa Claus, but the Italian version. And, uh, well, Santa bit... wasn't trying to find Jesus, was he? No, no, but, but you know, going to every house in the world yeah. and leaving gifts. Yeah. Is Jesus here? No. Well, 2000 years ago. Well, okay. Sorry he's to he's good or bad. Sorry to no, he's wrong. not he's not here and he wasn't here last year and he wasn't here the year before and he wasn't here the year before. Yeah, by oh, that well, point so, they were so, they're figuring out they can get free gifts for their kids. They're like, yeah, well, well, maybe. Maybe he's here. Maybe you should come and have a look. What if you come back around next year? I'll let you know if I've got any more information, yeah? <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, it's going to along. It's going to cost you. Yeah, no. Uh, oh, do you know anything about Jesus? Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. If those gifts were a little bit nicer, <laughs> maybe my memory would be a bit better. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the shoe shine guy in Police Squad. Yeah. <laughs> I remember a lot of things. <laughs> so she's kind of like, oh, sorry. Well, sorry to have bothered you. Uh, here, have some, have some cakes or sweets. <laughs> There you go. Or if kids haven't been good, then you get some. Do you know if Jesus is your neighbour? I don't know, I'm afraid you'll have to go and ask. Bang, bang, bang. I mean, she hires Jesus here. Oh, I don't remember. South American communities, wouldn't she? Oh, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, what, next door? Or Spain, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, Spain, yeah. I'm just looking now to the history. Yeah, so it was... Basically, it was a, a widespread tradition among the Italian people originating in Rome, like, way back when. Yeah. Again, some people think it comes from Epiphany. Is that a, histor- is that a historically accurate term? Well, well, no, it seems to contradict itself, because some people are saying it comes from Epiphany. Others think it's a relic of pagan worship. I think that sounds more likely. I think it probably was a pagan myth before and then got sort of amalgamated in, as so many of these things Yeah. Ooh. And, yeah, kind of, and then, okay, so let's get to the Bethana today, then the history's pretty much repeating what we've already said, but with just a few more academics. Pitching in, um, celebrated through all of Italy, becomes, has become a national icon. So mm. obviously make a lot of... Oh, yeah, can't keep him down. Mm-mm. You say can't keep a good man down, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they they enjoy Epiphany in the uh, in Italy, and uh, yeah, the people dress up as her, parade through the streets. Look, I'm not seeing any of that. So traditionally, all children may expect to find a lump of coal in their stockings, which is actually rock candy made black with caramel colouring. Mm. As every child has been at least occasionally a bit bad during the year. Yeah, especially Italian kids. I need to say that. <laughs> <laughs> 
little princes running around screaming. Ugh. I'm allowed to say it now. I'm ten percent Italian genetically. Fair enough. Um, yeah, you can also write to a Vera mailbox. It's not going. It's cool. I mean, Santa vibes. It's, it's very much the Epiphany yeah, Santa, similar to um, similar to Santa, basically, but the Italian version before Santa existed. So there okay. you go. There we Typical. go. Typical. Ladies come up with a concept, worked it all out, and then some yep. guys come along and just copied it and taken all the credit. Yeah. So let me leave you with a poem about Bethana. I'm oh. going to do the English rather than attempting the Italian. Here can you, comes here. Can you, comes, do it, can you do it in a posh English accent for me? Like all poets are posh, aren't they? Here come, here comes the Bethana. She comes from the mountains in the deep of the night. Look how tired she is, all wrapped up in snow and frost and north wind. Here comes, here comes the Bethana. Beautiful. Something. Well, well, and we'll leave you with that for today. Um, I'm, I'm sure you're all weeping at home at the beauty of the reading. So we'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Mm, goodbye. Ho, ho, ho. See you tomorrow. Remember, don't drink and drive. Ho, 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 ho.